Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. The Queens of the Stone Age, right? Yes. I don't think you've played this one in a while. Is this in your head? Yes. And this was off the album after Songs for the Deaf. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't tell me what it was called yet. Um, Lullabies to Paralyze? Was that the album? I believe so, yes. Yep. And I believe when you opened it up, it had that crazy sheep head staring back at you. I I never owned that okay, album. Okay, well, but... <laughs> see, I'm, I'm going over your head here, Kelly. Yeah, I think around so. You. Uh, but I probably will go pick that up. Paralyze. In my head. Did I say in your head? It's in my head. In my head, yeah. Okay. Good band. Oh, great band. Great band. Uh, I still think the, the previous album, Songs for the Deaf, was was better. Yes. I think that's probably one of my top ten favorite albums of oh, all time. Oh, it's, it's just great. Uh, Josh Holmes' uh, um, songwriting and and just the, the, the vibe around that entire band at the time was amazing. They were one of my favorite bands, too. So. 3-3, Panthers and Bruins. 628 left in the third period. Boston wins. Series is over. Panthers win. They go home for game six. Kraken and Avalanche will start in a bit. That series is tied 2-2. Kraken hanging in there. And, of course, Kale McCarr suspended tonight for the Avalanche. Okay. Enjoying speaking with you tonight. 780-496-0063. No one has called in to speak to me tonight, but we are getting... Okay, so now mm-hmm. we got three topics going. Yeah, we do. So we've done a lot of the Will Ferrell stuff, so yes. we'll, we will get back to that. But I hope you've arranged these in appropriate folders, Kellen. We do have some Oilers messages coming in. It is the playoffs, and they do play in L.A. for Game 6 on Saturday. Okay, what do we have? We do. Uh, we got Anthony texting in and says that the Oilers demon were allowed to stand there with the puck in the defensive zone multiple times last night. The Kings let the clock or let the clock tick down without even trying to gain possession. This reminded me of when the Flyers mocked the Lightning using the same one free one setup in 2011. The Flyers removed to, or refused to move the puck forward, which resulted in a confusing whistle. Do you think the Kings coaching will move away from the trap? He says next season since the Oilers have seemingly solved it. That's from Anthony. Uh, that's a good question. I, okay, next season. Man, oh, man, I don't even think about next season much at this time of year. No kidding. They will not move <laughs> away from it from game six, and Todd said this. They know what, what works, and they know they have to be patient with it. They And as he said after game one, they didn't move away from it even when they were down 2 nothing. He said they had to stay patient, not open up, not give the Oilers free opportunities. Uh, what did he say? Check for our chances. I think what Todd does next season will depend on his personnel. The best coaches, yes, they may have a coaching style or play style that they lean to, but the best coaches also adjust how they play to the strength of their strengths of their players. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we've talked about, that's how LA has played pretty much all of this season. I wouldn't say that the Oilers have completely figured it out. I just think the Oilers have been relentless and and have some skilled players. And when they can get the puck in deep against L.A., you know, that when they've played well, they've done a good job of getting the puck to the net and keeping plays alive. There have been a lot of times in this series, L.A. has been hemmed in. They've got the puck to the blue line, but not out past the blue line. And that's the Oilers to allow the Oilers to come in for a second, third wave of attack. I, I, again, I guess I'm totally not 
I'm not specifically answering the question that, sorry, was that Josh, did you say? Anthony. Anthony, sorry, wow. <laughs> Anthony's like, how do you mix that up? Sorry. Yeah, I, I know I'm not totally answering your question because I think next year depends on what the Kings roster looks like. Uh, for Saturday, I think the Kings will play the same way they've been trying to play the whole series. Mm-hmm. And you remember the incident he referred to back in 2011 between yeah, the Flyers and Yeah, when they just blew right? the play dead, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, but that was fine for the Oilers when they were ahead 6-2, 6-3. Fine, run the clock, right? Yeah. They're not, they're not in any rush. Exactly. It's it, kind of like the uh, quarterback having the last possession, you know, when they're ahead by 30 or whatever. You're right? kneeling down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, unknown text coming in says... Uh, worry, uh, worried because we don't usually perform well after a break. That is from a anonymous texter. Well, I think there's always something to worry about. You wouldn't be a fan uh, <laughs> otherwise. I'm not sure what happened this year after long breaks. I'll have to go back and check. Okay. Uh, also on the go here, and that, that's that's what I got so far on the Oilers read. So I'm just going to shift gears. Uh, we were talking arenas and new arenas and and potentially a arena move. Uh, and somebody was joking that oh we should uh, p- potentially send yeah. the Northlands Coliseum down to QE2 to Calgary uh, to let them play in there. Uh, JT and Leslieville says that the old rink in Rimby was moved there from Nordeg. Oh, really? So it, there's a precedent. <laughs> we got to find out more about that now. Yeah, there there we go. I, I, that, that's a bit of a haul, too, I would think. That's <laughs> uh, Did they just pack it up? Did they dismantle it and rebuild it? Well, yeah, maybe it's one of those you in? can take apart and, and reassemble. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nordeg is uh, about 160 kilometers, according to Google Maps. Wow, that's a trip. <laughs> that's, that's a trip. And that's all two-lane highway, too. There's no, you know, super highway between there. Obviously. I believe I played a game in Rimby when I was living in Alder Flats. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's a nice community for sure. I've uh, been there because maybe I was in the hospital in Rimby. Something happened in Rimby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a little kid, I was I was in the hospital for a couple of days. Might have been in Rimby. Yeah, for sure. Uh, go there every summer for a couple of races out at Central Alberta Raceways. So they got a racetrack out there. It's nice. Um, Logan texts in and says. It's the big brother, little brother mentality. So this is on the Calgary Arena deal. Uh, He says he saw this coming from a long ways away. One is mad that one got something special that the other wants because they have it. Not sure if I'm making sense or not. That is from Logan. Uh, Even as an only child, yes, that makes sense. I think he did a good job conveying the feeling of what he's saying, even if the language wasn't precise. So good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy texts in and says, Hi, my thoughts go to it's a positive investment for Calgary and Alberta in many different levels. M- maybe there might have been talk of moving the team. I think the province did it for the votes, but did it so both cities prosper. One of your 15 listeners, that is from Tracy. Okay, well, she's up to 15. Okay, good. Yeah, and, and then look, the, the political side, I'm not nearly as informed as, as other hosts on this station or other people who cover political stuff. But, of course, there's a let's get some votes angle to this. That doesn't mean that they don't need a new arena. And it, it doesn't and, – and, look, teams will move. I, I mean, I'm not going to say for sure the Oilers would have moved without Rogers' place, but it would have been more likely that they could have. I mean, now they're – into what uh, year six or seven of a 35-year deal to, to play in Rogers' place. It's, 
And again, I, I, I would think if you're listening to this show, you might look at that price tag and maybe you might be annoyed about it or think that's a lot of, quote unquote, my money going into that through the taxes that you pay. But you're probably also thinking, well, it's nice to have an NHL team. Um, I, I think that there's, and look, I, I know there's a lot of things in society that, that need money and need funding. I, I'm not ignorant to that, and, I, and I'm not ignorant to the, to the challenges that, are, that exist in, in a lot of different areas of the world. But I, I do think it's the job of governments to try to look after everybody as much as they can, if, if that's their, their role in a, in a certain venture. And it's pretty cool, isn't it? to see Rogers Place and then see now Ice District being utilized with the, the fan gatherings in the plazas mm-hmm. and and people coming downtown. And I you know like I see and I don't talk a lot about this other stuff because, you know, I try to stick the sports heavy stuff, but I see the stuff, well, yes, they're spending money downtown, but now they're not going to pubs and bars in neighborhood X or area of the city Y. I, I, I get that. But it, it still is nice to have a gathering area in downtown around the arena where people can go and they know that's where they're going to gather with like-minded fans to have fun watching the game. And I I would think that you see these shots of all these people in orange gathered in the the Moss pit and the Hyman scores and everybody starts bouncing up and down. That looks pretty cool. I I think that is a good representation of the city and the energy of Oilers fans. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I admit there are probably some of you that think I have an overly romanticized view of it. And I'm sorry, that's I'm just a romantic man. <laughs> uh, Andy, the carpet guy, texts in, and uh, this is going back to the Oilers here. It uh, says, hey, Reed and Kellen, uh, hey, guys, how about a team injury update? Lots of players are nicked up. If they're playing, they're not injured. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, right, real. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. If they're out there, they're. I mean, Yanmark's still hurt. I mean, I think CC's been playing with some sort of nagging thing all year, but it's the it's the playoffs. If you can get out there and, and play, then you maybe you're playing hurt, but you're not injured. And John Am I missing Lu- somebody. Nobody else got hurt last night, did they? I don't think so. No. CC went down the tunnel for a while, but came back for the second period. Right. Yeah. yeah. And on the King side, it was what Lazat sat out last night. Lazat's right? missed. I think he's missed three games now. Yep. Yep. Uh, John Luke in Edmonton, Texan, and this is a Will Ferrell. Hold Ferrell on, hold on. I have Whoop, to ask you something. Go. Is it John Luke or is it Jean Luke like Picard? Ah, uh, you know what? I think it's Jean Luke. Like Picard. J-E-A-N? Yes. This could be Jean-Luc Picard texting the show. Okay, engage. Uh, <laughs> I think it is nice for Will Ferrell to support his team, and we have to pick on him, but stay nice. We support our team, and he supports his team. That is Jean-Luc from Edmonton. Well, and I, and I think that's fair. I mean, obviously, the 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 situation that young Cecily went through in L.A., that's over the top. We got a call last night from a fan who said he didn't like the cheering when Dowdy got shaken up with the shot block. I think that's fair. I mean, it's it's one thing to boo a guy when he has the puck. I think that's sort of part of the, the back and forth and the rivalry. The Kings fans are booing McDavid. Oilers fans are booing Dowdy. I don't really have a problem with that. I, I guess the thing I would say, and I, I look, I don't go to the games as a... Well, I go to Elks fans. I go to Elks games as a fan. I sit in my seats for that. Mm. Um... I guess if you want to do something 
you know, maybe think in the moment, okay, would I be proud to tell somebody later that I did this? You know, maybe, maybe that's what you do. Hey, if Dowdy had the pocket and I booed him and I called him a bum, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, Dowdy got hurt and I cheered. Oh, and then it turned out he had a broken leg and his career is over. Well, I don't know if you'd feel great about that later. But, I mean, some of the booing and stuff that might be maybe a little cheeky or sarcastic but isn't really mean or, or hurtful, I, I'm personally okay with that. But, I, I, again, 99.999% of the people know the line and toe the line all the time. Yes, and with that, the inbox is That's empty. it. That's it. Okay. We got four messages. Thanks, everybody. Okay, maybe a couple more than that. <laughs> we'll take a quick time out. Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, overtime. Coming up, Panthers and Bruins are tied 3-3. Kraken and Avalanche just underway, about 90 seconds into the game. No score in that one. Those are the only two NHL games today. The uh, Blue Jays played a little earlier, sweeping the Chicago White Sox, capping it up, uh, capping it off with an 8-0 win today. Bo Bichette, Homer, and two RBI singles. Uh, Bichette batting 340 on the young season, doing really well. All right. Oilers did not skate today. Jay Woodcroft uh, did answer some questions at around 11 o'clock, uh, commented on the play of Brett Kulak, who scored last night. His decision-making's been excellent. Um, you know, his, I think he's really using his legs. And uh, when he's using his legs, that's to his, his benefit and the team's benefit. Um, you know, this is not his first rodeo here. He's, uh, you know, he's a pretty fairly experienced playoff player. And he's gone on some deep runs. And, you know, you can see that... Um, you know, he's using his experience to his advantage, and he's been a very good player through five games for us. Yeah, Kulak's had a good series. Uh, wound up playing more than Ekholm last night by about 30 or 40 seconds and got a, a goal, first-ever playoff goal. Been a good series for the kid from Stony Plain. Now, speaking of these uh, off days, the players had the entire day off. Uh, Woodcroft was asked about the mental aspect of an off day. You know, where we're at in the life stage of our team, I think we have um, a group that's kind of been in this position before. They're able to uh, compartmentalize things in, in their lives. They're mature. They're not, uh, you know, we're not a team full of uh, 19, 20, and 21-year-olds. We're kind of at a stage where um, we know we're at where we're at in the season. And uh, our players' job today is to make sure they're getting the rest they need to uh, recuperate and be ready to come to work tomorrow so that we can take a step to get better. Yeah, practice tomorrow for the Oilers, practice and fly on Friday, and then the game on Saturday against the Kings. Still don't know when it's going to be, but we'll have it for you here on 6.30. Chad, uh, kind of well, weird tonight with just the two playoff games going on, but it's kind of heaven for hockey fans in the first round. You can come home at 5 and pretty much watch uh, hockey until bedtime most nights. Woodcroft was asked if he follows other playoff action. 
you know, I think you always have, you're paying attention, right? Like, the, yeah, so you, I watch the games. It's Right now, it's impossible to watch all of them. I don't have four, four uh, TVs on my wall at home, but um, when we're at the rink and before a game, you can watch multiple games. Um, right now, it's just paying attention to what's going on in the league. Um, you know, and, and that is how it, that is how it goes. This is the time of year, isn't this the best time of year? All right, that is Jay Woodcroft. I can also tell you today the Oilers uh, called three guys up from Bakersfield: Brad Malone, veteran forward defenseman Marcus Niemelainen, and Cam Deneen also recalled. So they'll be the uh, black aces here for the Oilers as they move through the postseason. Remember here the big 50-50. So in support of Alberta Fights Cancer, benefiting the Ben Stelter Fund and the Alberta Cancer Foundation, runs until 11 p.m. after the last game of round one. So it, it could end Saturday, it could end Monday if we go to game seven. Huge jackpot, of course, almost $3.3 million. And you can also check out the playoff bonus jackpot that is up to $1.6 million. Awesome stuff. Okay. That does it for me tonight. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll be back 6 to 8 tomorrow night with another edition of Inside Sports. Craig McTavish scheduled to join me. Again, Panthers and Bruins are 3-3 after 3, so overtime coming up in that game. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.